Welcome to the Equipped Agronomy Podcast. This is where we bridge the gap between seeding equipment and agronomy. This is presented to you by Borgo Industries. My name is Curtis DeGoyer, and with me today is Mr. Jeff Strukoff. Hello, hello. We're both agronomists. Jeff does a little bit of the farm management there, Borgo's farm. But today we're going to be talking about canola singulation and, yeah, everything that goes along with it, really. Maybe not just the singulation portion, maybe there's going to be some fertilizer chat, where it's useful, maybe where it's not useful. Is it even important? Is it important? Can we reduce our mortality, our seeding rate using just pure singulation? Or can you actually reduce your seeding rate if you're seeding volumetrically? Well, that's exactly it. It's kind of interesting to compare the two. You know, singulation of canola. We know singulation of corn is important. There's definitely an agronomic benefit to singulating corn. Yes. I would say that's not really arguable. Uh, Soybean, I don't know. That one I would say is maybe a little bit more arguable. Uh, we're obviously not in a big soybean growing area. Uh, not where we are. Ask here, but uh, but having some experience, I guess, in you know the Ontario market and into the states, I would say the jury's a little bit out on that yet. If soybean is important or not, a lot more talk about row spacing than there is singulating, sure. or an agronomic benefit to row spacing versus singulating. Yeah. So yeah. with canola, you know, is it the same chat then? Right? Is it is it as important? So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting when you talk to guys because there's quite a few guys that have demo planters over the last couple of years. So generally you got to go out and get your ground prepared and, you know, they do a, a comparison with the drill that they have, existing drill that they have on the farm. And uh, once the ground is prepared and the fertilizer is put down, then they take this singulating drill out there. And the first thing they do is they cut their seeding rate in half. And I know your challenge to a lot of people most times when you're talking to them is, okay, well, when you're doing your comparison with your drill, did you cut your seeding rate back with your, your drill volumetrically? And generally, guys don't. They just tell you, well, I can't do that. Well, why not? Why can't you? If you're going to do apples to apples, maybe you should actually, you know, do the same with both and find out. So I know it was a really interesting experience for us, actually, having the... Uh, the technology to singulate and seed volumetrically with the same drill, isolating all the other variables. And the only thing that we're actually considering is the, the metering and the seeding rate. Pretty interesting. Well, that's exactly hit the nail on the head there, right? It's, are we actually comparing what we want to be comparing? And you're right. There was a lot of chatter about canola singulation. I would say it was, you know, four or five years ago there for the most part. I would say more and more often than not, I hear of guys kind of going away from singulation and canola because yeah. they had some experience with it, right? And then, you know, if you don't have a planter on the farm here, is it worthwhile to get a planter versus for canola, mm-hmm. right? We don't do that much corn and soybeans here. So, yeah, and that's it. Put that comparison in the field. I cut my singulation. I cut my, my rate because I'm singulating. Yeah, well, cut your rate with your volumetric. Uh, but a lot of times planters in general, are disc drills. Yeah. Right? They're using a disc. All of them are discs. I should, I should back that up. Every single one is a disc of some sort. Uh, you know, and so there's disc drills here for sure on the, you know, on the large-scale side, but most are hoe drills, a hoe-style drill of some sort, a tine, if you will, going through the ground. And, you know, what kind of differences come up with that alone? Just the opener itself, mm-hmm. right? A planter has got fantastic depth control, right? It's got the gauge wheel right there. 
going to the ground, you know, you got a lot of sensors on there that are doing pressure. Planters are amazing things, mm. but can they get through trash? Right. Mm, potential for hair pinning, any dish drill, yeah. hair pinning, you get trash that's caught in the bottom of the trench. You don't good. You don't get good seed to soil contact. Then all of a sudden you won't get good germination. So you're right. Work up the ground, work it up, get rid of it all. Well, that has an effect on what it's going to do to the crop too. Yeah. So how do you, how do you factor that in with, you know, with somebody's uh, in a side-by-side comparison there, if they're, you know, working one side up for, for one drill and not the other side for the other. Um, yeah. So how do we make that apples to apples? And we've got the equipment. Well, you, I know how you do it. You put everything on the same drill. <laughs> put everything on the same drill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We even talked about fertilizer. How do you get all your fertilizer down at the planter? Right. There's getting to be a little bit more technology in that. Yeah. Most of them you could actually seed place phosphate, but yeah. for, for the majority of them, you actually have to place all your fertilizer ahead of time. Broadcasting or deep banding or whatever it is, right? Well, yeah. I want a no-till drill here because we're serving moisture. Mm. I want to go over the field once. You know, is that possible? And it really hadn't been until, you know, Borgo did, we do have singulator technology now where we've got this air planter, put it on a, a hoe drill, and now all of a sudden you've got singulation metering, uh, but with a no-till drill and you can fertilize everything all in one go. Yeah, direct seed singulating. Direct seed singulating. So that's what we did with one of our, our 30-foot drills, 10-inch space, single knife with banders. Uh, you know, put this air planter on there. Kind of looks like a, some rain gauges out on the drill. If you take a look at it, if you look her up, but it coming out of the opener, coming out of the opener, we can achieve singulation, right? Bang, 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 bang. We've got the monitor there. We can see that it's coming out perfectly. We know that it can be metered that way. Canola is a tiny little seed though, right? And it bounces around. Ah, bounce around even static electricity in a hose can all of a sudden slow one canola seed down the other one catches up and poof right when it hits the when it goes into the ground before it hits its final resting spot right how much distance is in the row you know if that changes by you know 50 percent, poof your singulation is already mm-hmm. kind of out the door right? yeah it's it's more of a it's more of a precision metering device than it is actually singulating because when we, you look at a video of the seed you can get that time lapse video video of the seed coming out of the the bottom of the meter and it's like perfect yeah it's just lots of videos like that out there yep yep but just because it comes out of the meter like that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get delivered to the ground mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. so you get a bigger seed like corn you know you can you know successfully achieve true singulation a nice picket fence look on the on the ground it's really hard to do that with a really small seed like canola. So then we're challenged with, okay, if we're going to do this trial, so A, can we singulate canola? Like that's, that's the biggest one, you know, and I would say we did achieve it at some lower rates just because there was less canola seed. There's this, you know, it almost builds in a little bit of a fudge factor there because if your seed moves just a little bit, well, you're still getting pretty decent singulation. It still looks like a picketish, yeah. picketish fence, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, Okay, so can we do it? Yeah, I would say we we did achieve that, right? But now the next question you know, posed is, does it make a difference? Does it matter? Okay, we've gotten perfect singulation. Hmm, did that actually help us at all, right? Um, I guess a third question to that, does it help us and or did we also reduce mortality? 
Right? Mm-hmm. That's another good part of this. So, so the trials we set up, we had this 30-foot drill leading tank on there, a 7550 uh, with this 30-foot drill that it was a hole opener. So mm-hmm. PLX openers on this uh, with banders, um, three-quarter inch tips on those openers there and where we had an air coming from the tank. So a volumetric metering, just like a normal drill. But then we also have a separate tube where we are getting our singulation from them. Those are the meters on there. So we get to, everything's the same. It's a no-till, one pass, all fertilizer goes down. It was dry fertilizer going in the seed row that split FOSS, 15 pounds in the seed row, the rest out in the mid row. Um, Then all of a sudden we can, boom, change it over to singulation. Same drill, same everything, just just how it's metered is, is different, right? You don't get more apples to apples than this. Nobody else has done apples to apples like this. Yeah. What happened? Oh, oh. And before we go further on that, different seating rates, right? We wanted to try it at, to your point earlier on, was people, you know, will try singulation at, let's say, two pounds, but they'll never come off of five or four pounds when they do volumetric. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's look at all of it then, right? We're going to go at two and a half pounds. Or actually 1.2 pounds, two and a half, and then five pounds, either singulated or volumetrically metered at all three of those rates. Kind of divided it up into a low, medium, and high seeding rate. Yeah. And just compared it over multiple years. Yeah. And I mean, seed size change. That's the, that's the one thing with metering, like singulating, I should say. We had some very interesting discoveries when we got into this right off the very beginning. And not to get into a controversial subject or anything like that. But, you know, you're, you're seeding volumetrically, you've got a TSW that's listed on the, on the canola bag. And if you're seeding volumetrically, the accuracy of that number is very important because you need to know how many seeds you're going to have in each pound. Like our goal is actually two and a half seeds per square foot, right? Yes. Or five seeds or 10 seeds yeah. every year. But the first year that we did this and we had canola seed bags analyzed... Those numbers weren't quite as consistent as what was going on on the tag. So yeah, it varied. It varied, it varied a lot. A lot seed size, so it was yeah uh, within the same bag. Yeah, so, so even trying to it's more it even even if you averaged the bag, it still wouldn't have been close to what that seed size tag was. But I guess that's when you're when you're comparing volumetric seeding versus singulating. When you're using a singulated meter, it doesn't necessarily care whether it's a big seed or a small seed. A seed is a seed. To a certain degree. It yeah. was different plates, I think, that we did play with too, right? That's got a you know really small seed versus big seed. Accuracy could get changed by the actual size in there. Yeah. But that's when they were trying to size all the seed, right? And that's when it kind of got, yeah. eh, is but the actual every it's hard. It's same. hard to argue, though, that like at least with the, the singulated meters that we were using, uh, it's very hard to beat that accuracy of hitting a target seeding rate. If no. you wanted, if you wanted ten plants per square foot, it was going to give you, you know, or not ten sorry, seeds, ten seeds yeah. per square foot. It was going to give you ten seeds yeah. per square foot versus the calculation when we do it volumetric. Correct. Right? So we did it as best as we could. Yep. Yep. Based on you know the information that we had yeah. and but it was it was a very interesting yeah. kind of process to go through to discover that. Companies are getting better, though. They are actually getting better. So what we found, right? Let's talk about what we, what we found out here. So again, two and a half seeds, five seeds, 10 seeds, which, you know, five, or 1.2 pounds, 2.5 pounds, five pounds-ish, on average, throughout the three years there. Uh, 
Yeah, just looking at it here, the lowest seeding rate, right? We were, you know, getting on average over those three years that we did it. So that was in 2021 20, and 22. Uh, you know, we're getting about two, two plants square foot on average there. So the biggest thing between these, at this rate, between those rates, though, I think the first thing we're going to address is singulation volumetric. Was there a difference between emergence? No, there wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. At that low seeding rate, even if we cut it by crazy amounts, unheard of levels, you know, 1.2 pounds seeding volumetrically, oh, never, ever do that. Well, we actually achieved the same plant stand we did as with the planter and or with the singulation metering anyway, you know, and when it came to the yield at those levels, and I would say this is the only seeding rate where we actually saw okay-ish picket fence and we would act, you know, I would confidently say we, we, we achieve singulation, you know, when we had 51.1 bushel average in on the, on the singulation and we had 50.6 on the volumetric, hmm. you know, 0.5 of a bushel insignificant. Wow. Stati statistically insignificant, even in all those, all three years really didn't make a big difference. So I think that was kind of a big thing, right? Did we achieve singulation? Yes. Did we improve our emergence with singulation? No. Did we improve our yield with singulation? Not really. Not over and above volumetric, no. Not over and above volumetric, no. But it was very interesting comparing yield on all the seeding rates. Well, and, yeah. And how when you hit those low numbers, it doesn't necessarily mean low yield either. Well, let's go on to the five seeds here, singulation and volumetric. You know what our yield was for singulation and volumetric? 51.4 on singulation, 51.1. Basically, we got 51 bushels across the board. Yeah. I'm going to spoil alert for the highest seeding rate too. 51.7, 51.3, like the exact same yeah. for all intents and purposes, right? Our plant stand went up. A there was bit, a difference in maturity. Well, that's the big one. You get down low. Yeah. You get down low like that. Yeah. You know, plant, plants are going to branch quite a bit more. There's more room for it to grow. So it's going to go into flower a little bit later and flower a little bit later coming out of flower. So, Well, just, just the seeding rate alone did that effect. It yeah, didn't exactly. matter between singulation and volumetric. Yeah. Right? It was just the fact that, okay, we have a low seeding rate. Yeah, it's going to take a lot longer. And in, I remember the one year in 2020 because, you know, backing up to how we get these results, we, you know, we seed. 30 feet, then we come in and swath the middle 25 feet, right? And we do it according to when that strip is ready to go. So you'll swath over, I swathed over, you know, almost 10 days before, right? Yeah. And the, only, the one where I did swath over 10 days was this exact trial. The low seeding rate took 10 days longer. Well, yeah. maybe not quite, eight days longer, sorry. Eight days longer than the, than the higher seeding rate. And, uh, you know, that is a huge story, again, when it comes to, you know, what we're what our target seeding rate is in general, uh, the lower it is, the longer it's going to take out in the field. doesn't matter how you got to that plant stand. If you purposely seeded low and got a low plant stand, or let's say you seeded high, but you killed off a bunch because a lot of fertilizer burn or something like that. doesn't matter. If it went down to that low plant stand, you're going to have a way longer maturity. Yeah. And that's exactly what we, exactly what we found, right? I have, you know, on average from the low seeding rate, uh, uh, you know, around a pound, 1.5 up to the five pound, you know, it was almost a six day difference on average. Yeah. And that was on the strips in the field. That doesn't, if it was a full field, 
you know, that doesn't account, you know, along bush lines and, you know, low spots, high spots like that. It probably would have widened by quite a bit more having been full field kind of thing. But, but yeah, again, the story here, you know, singulation to volumetric, it just was not showing up anything beneficial as far as how that plant was coming along uh, or how it was producing. So, you know, at the end of the day, we've, we've actually stopped doing the trials on this and yeah, really not pushing a singulation and an air planter, canola only air planter anymore from Borgo in general, just because you know what? I don't think it's going to provide, well, it's not going to provide any value. Uh, well, not any, not any value that we measured to the producer. As far as canola goes. As far as canola goes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's enough research done all over the world on corn where oh, it yeah, you know, definitely, right. definitely shows yeah. an agronomic benefit to singulating those, those particular crops. But to canola, there was, it was almost like a, a passing fad. People, people were all gung ho because they were going to be able to cut their seeding rate. Well, then they discovered that they could actually do it with the equipment that they had. And you know what? It was a pain in the butt for the planters. I mean, prepping, getting all yeah. your fertilizer down, uh, you know, how, or, or if it didn't accommodate a dry fertilizer, all of a sudden now you're mucking with, you know, liquid f- fertilizer, which you yeah. may or may not have had on the farm before, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it just never really, it kind of went away on its own, but then it was interesting to do these trials to see them side by side where it showed, mm-hmm. you know. So we're not doing the singulation trials per se anymore, but... We did do a another just seeding rate trial again this year. Uh, two and a half seeds, five seeds, and ten seeds, just volumetrically seeding. Uh, dry year this year uh, in 2023, and the lower seeding rate out yielded the high seeding rate by like five bushels this year. This well, year. that's happened before too in the past. Yep. You know when I. I actually remember betting somebody because I remember we took uh, we took those trials off and the low seeding rate out yielded the, the medium and the high seeding rate. And I got a little bit cocky and we were doing a tour and I bet somebody that I'd eat their shorts that if it didn't out yield the high seeding rate, I would in fact eat their shorts. And then all of a sudden 22 rolled around and then, yeah, it didn't really do as good. So I don't know whose shorts I have to eat, but it's somebody in Alberta. But <laughs> now all of a sudden we get back to another dry year, low seeding rate did better. Low seeding rate did better. I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the low the lower seeding rate, the bigger the plant, which probably created a bigger root system. Bigger root system. down deeper then, right? Yeah. And so it's interesting. And now I know there's a bunch of arguments on, well, you got to leave some for the flea beetles and, and different things. And I don't disagree, but it was interesting where uh, the lower plant stand out yielded the higher plant stand in this dry year. Yeah. And it also happened mm-hmm. in 2021. Also another dry year. Yeah. Same kind of thing. So so there we go. A little discussion on, on canola singulation versus volumetric. Again, you can find all these results uh, online uh, on, at the borgo.com under the agronomy tab. But uh, I think that's where we're going to end this conversation for now. Uh, again, look it up online if you'd like to find out more. Otherwise, yeah, tune in for next uh, our next episode. We'll chat again on the agronomics of equipment to, to get you growing. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the day.